Welcome to Just One More Story, a weekly podcast where every Friday I dig into my chest of stories. I then randomly take one out, dust her off a wee bit, and get to telling it like it should be heard, in hopes that it takes your mind off of what is occurring in this world today. I have to tell you, it sure saddens me to hear and see what some of us humans are doing today. Protesting, arguing, fighting, burning houses and places of businesses, shootings, and the list goes on and on. I know some are saying that they don't like being taken advantage of or lied to. But the thing is, this virus is bad enough. In all honesty, from what I see, it's just going to make things worse. At any rate, I'm not here to elaborate on what is going on in the world today. I just wanted to let you know that I am aware of what is taking place, and it does concern me, as I am sure it concerned you. If asked what my opinion is about what is happening, I would say this. I think we all need to take a step back and calm down. We're all in this together. And truth be told, the only way out of this is if we all work together. With that, let's get into something good. You know... The best storytellers I have found look to their own memories and life experiences for ways to illustrate what they are trying to say. And I have to admit that I have strived over the years to do just that. I also realize, being a writer or storyteller, that I have to like the story that I'm trying to share. Sounds simple enough, but truth be told, it's one of the hardest things a writer or storyteller has to overcome. Stories also need to have the ability to capture the listener's attention, allowing them to enjoy others' experiences. Which actually brings me up to the story today. It's a true story, as a lot of mine are, about what happens when a young boy suddenly realizes that occasionally there are others that need a bit of help. Even if those others aren't human. I hope you enjoy Old Red. It was a cold night, and we had just finished up with the milking. Reds had gone in for the night, and myself, well, I decided to stay and chat with Jenny and my horse for a bit. I like to do that now and then. While sitting there on a bale of straw, I noticed old Red over in one corner of the barn. Who was old Red? Well, Red was an old rooster, and I had been living, that had been living with us for as long as I could remember. Truth be told... I couldn't see why Reg and Laura even kept them, but they liked them, and who was I to say what they can or cannot do? But looking at him, it seemed to me that he was either sick, cold, or just plain tired, as his head was hanging so low it almost touched the floor. Seeing this, I got up from where I was sitting and walked over to him, if for nothing else than to get a closer look. He didn't even look up, just stood there. What's wrong, I asked. Not feeling good? Nothing. Didn't even move. Taking that to heart, I decided I'd go and see what Laura had to say about things. She was good at understanding what was going on in animals' minds. In my eyes, she was about the smartest woman I've ever known, other than my lovely wife of today. No, I'm not buttering them up. It's just that when I know something to be true, I do my utmost to let others know, too. Oh, all right, maybe I am buttering them up a wee bit. Sheesh, I hate that when you go and make me feel guilty. Anyways, I headed on over to the house, saying that I would be right back. Looking at him, 
I don't think he cared what I did. I arrived and Laura was standing by the stove and I got a telling her about old Red and how he was acting. You know, George, Red there is getting old and has a lot on his mind. Lots on his mind, are you sure? I didn't think chickens or roosters could even think, as they sure don't seem too smart. Well, you see, she went on to say, Old Reg, he has been taking care of things in and around the barnyard for years. For example, have you ever noticed how them cows walk around them when coming in from the fields? How they kind of put their heads down and sniff at them as they walk by? The reason for this is that they have respect for Old Red. And when they put their heads down, it isn't just to sniff them. It's actually their way of saying thank you. Over the years, that old rooster has done a lot for them cows and old other critters, like keeping them hens out of their food and stopping them from laying their eggs where they sleep. Cows, you know, won't lay down to rest at night if them chickens are underfoot, and if that happens, well, they get tired and stop producing as much milk. He has also kept the insects cleaned up in the barn, and mice, well, let's, <laughs> let's just say he hates them with a passion. Whenever he sees one, he eliminates it immediately. And right now, that is a full-time job for him, as it seems we're overrun with the darn things. He has also woken us up many a morning, reminding us it's milking time, where he might have slept in. Better than any alarm clock, let me tell you. Then why is he so sad then, I ask? Well, I kind of think he is worried that now that he is getting a touch older, he won't be able to keep up with all his chores. Hmm, maybe I should go out and see if I can cheer him up a bit. Good idea, George, and while you're doing that, I will make us a hot chocolate. It's almost bedtime, you know. Laura's always, Laura always made hot chocolate every night before retiring, and it was something I kind of looked forward to. So, out to the barn I went, and to find old Red still standing in the same spot, head down, looking grief-stricken. I wonder what would cheer him up, I thought to myself. I got it. He loves to get into the oats every chance he can get. Maybe a handful or two might change his way of thinking. With that, I went over to the horse stall where Jenny was standing, as right out front of her was the oat barrel. I lifted the lid off and took out a good-sized scoop and walked back over to Red. I poured some in front of him on the floor and, well, he didn't even look at it. Boy, you are in a state. Now what should I do? I then got to thinking of what has cheered me up when I wasn't feeling well, and it came to me that Laura's hugs worked wonders for me. So, with that, I sat down beside old Red and ever so softly put an arm around him and said, You know, old feller, I didn't know how important you were around here till Laura told me just a bit ago. And I want you to know that you're doing a fine job. Don't you be worrying either about not being able to keep up with your chores now and then, as even I have days when I don't feel like doing stuff. On them days, Reg and Laura does a bit extra, as they can see I'm in need of some help. You could say we kind of help each other out in times of need, no questions asked. Tell you what. To ease your workload some, how about I see my friend Jason up the road a piece? 
As I know for a fact, his old cat had a huge litter of kittens a while back, and I'm thinking he would be happy to get rid of a couple. That way, the cats will keep the mice cleaned up for you, and you will have more time to do other things, like maybe just walking around the barnyard, taking in more of the sunshine. <laughs> maybe even chasing that mangy old dog more that likes to come around here. I know you enjoy doing that. All the time I was talking, I was holding him close, and you know, as soon as I moved to get up, his old head came up, and ever so gently he pecked at my lips. <laughs> I kind of looked at him and said, Now don't you be getting all mushy on me. What happened was, old Red was listening to what I was saying, I guess, and this was his way of saying things. From that day forward, for the next year or few years, old Red was back to his normal self. And in case you're wondering, he did get out into the fresh air more. And to top that off, that mangy old hound dog that came snooping around, well, let me tell you, he sure lit a fire under his tail a few times. Eventually, that old dog never did come back. And who says critters don't have feelings? That's it for today, folks. But before I go, I would like to mention that all my stories are also available in books. We have seven books to choose from, and each book has over 50 short stories. The titles of the books are One More Story, Moments in Time, Paths We Choose, Times Changing, Keep Turning Pages, Join Me in the Garden, and Nature's Gateway to Health. All of our books are available on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com in ebooks or paperback. If you would like more information regarding my books or podcasts, you can email me at any time at stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll say that one more time. Stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll get back to you. You can also listen to my podcasts on Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, CastBox, The Walters Post, and Google Home. Just say, hey Google, play Just One More Story by George Walters. And if you enjoy my podcast, share them with others or tell a friend. In doing so, it will help me make more podcasts for all to enjoy. And finally, I would like to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to tune in every Friday for a new episode of Just One More Story by George Walters.